Welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional this morning. When we read Psalm chapter 13 today, verses 1 to 6, we see that it was the resolve of David to rejoice in his God of salvation, despite that he has some questions in his life. Let us read Psalm chapter 13, verses 1 to 6 today. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my, my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Apparently, David's life was very difficult here. And let's remember that in the Bible, in the scriptures, the, this book is replete with verses about believers having to undergo tri trials and sufferings and difficulties in life. So trials and difficulties of life are part of our lives. Two examples, including Asaph and the prophet Habakkuk, they also express their confusions and frustrations to God as recorded in their book or in their writings, particularly Asaph in Psalm 73 and also Habakkuk in his book, chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. Now David asked how long here for four times. This question is repeated, and it was not just a question of time, but it was asking for explanation. There is a sense of why, why, Lord, you have allowed this to happen in my life, carried within these complaints of David. Now, we see the emotion of David here. He was really overwhelmed with so much emotion. And I believe that God is not against us when we express our emotions, only that we have to express this to him who understands our emotions, our deep pain, what are insides, inside our hearts. Of course, God is not the author of evil, but he allows it. Pain and sorrows are integral part of our lives that God allowed. And here David has a similar note of concern. And he wrote in Psalm 22, verse 11, this is a Messianic Psalm, Psalm 22, wherein his experience because of hardships, he pleaded God. Psalm 22, verse 11, he says, Be not far from me, for trouble is near and there is none to help. We could identify with his feelings of abandonment at times. Like him, our troubles may happen and may provoke us to think that God has forsaken us or abandoned us and he no longer cares for us. However, the truth is this, that the Lord would never forsake us for he cares for us. Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6 assures us that the Lord will never leave us nor forsake us. He is our helper. And even Peter in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, Encourage us to pray, cast all your cares upon him. For what reason? Because he cares for us. 
So when we feel we are overwhelmed with so much pain and sorrows and trials like David here, let's remember that the truth remains, that God cares. He asks the Lord to light up his eyes in verse 3. Light up my eyes, Lord. You know, light is the embodiment of wisdom, truth, and goodness in the Hebrew mind. In other words, he was really groping for understanding and explanation that I want truth, Lord. I want to know why, why is it that this is happening in my life. He asked for proper perspective in this troubling situation. And today, we believers should pray for wisdom when we are facing trials, should we not? In James chapter 1, verse 5, we know that James said that we have to count all things or we have to count with joy when we meet diverse trials. For we know that trials will make us strong and mature in our Christian life. But there are times that we are so overwhelmed with trials and we don't understand what's going on. And he moved on in verse 5, James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of us lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives us wisdom liberally. So James chapter 1, verse 5 is an assurance for us that when we ask wisdom, God will give it to us. Otherwise, we would be deceived and be carried away by our emotions. And that would be very hard for us to be more objective in handling our emotions because we are already affected subjectively. We are affected so that our thinking, our, our way of judging things might be affected. Moreover, David longs for encouragement here. In verse 4, he asks for that, that God will prevail over him or prevail over the enemy and because he was really affected by the threat of the enemy. Encouragement was really important for David because fear of death was not an exaggeration for him. It was a very real threat to David. Death and defeat would surely happen, according to him, unless God intervenes. David has a lot of threats. We know that the king Saul and even his son Absalom was, or they were pursuing to, to kill him, to murder him. And in the same manner, we have an enemy, relentless. He is like a roaring lion, according to the Bible. And we need the grace of God, not only for today, but every day. And thank God that in the times of our weakness, he promised that he will be our grace and strength. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 and 10, the Lord allowed Satan to buffet Paul. Satan attacked Paul. And in the midst of this, he was felt very weak. But his conclusion later is that I'm, I glory in my infirmities, in my weakness, because the grace of God is sufficient. Thankfully, David struggled to find an answer. He was emotionally overwhelmed, did not lead him to reject God. And that's the good thing about the life of David here. He did not understand what's going on, but he did not reject God. He did not wait for God to answer his questions of how long 
Instead, he responded to his fears with faith. We see that in verse 5 and 6. When he said here, But I have trusted in your steadfast love, your loyal love, your unending loving kindness. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. What a beautiful conclusion that David did. Yes, there are times that our enemy may seem to triumph over us. However, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8, verse 37, that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Jesus assures us, as he assured his disciples, that we will overcome the world, even though we will have tribulations. He said in John 16, verse 33, In this world you shall suffer tribulations, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So at the end of the day, David will sing to the Lord because the Lord has been so good to him. The Lord has dealt bountifully unto him. Well, he did not experience it physically, but the truth is that God deals with him bountifully. It suggests that his trust to the abundance of God's goodness and he praises God for that. Praise should be constant, although our difficult circumstances have not changed. We should be thankful and grateful before the Lord, even though that the situations, the circumstances around us when we pray are not improving. Isn't it that that was, or that is what Paul said here in, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7? that we don't need to worry about anything, but bring everything in prayer with supplication, thanksgiving. We have to pray. We have to bring everything to God, supplicate before God with what? Thanksgiving. And there is no promise of God there that the answer will come right away, but there is a promise of the peace of God. The peace of God that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Thus, we can trust that God, during the time of that we are in the lowest portion of our lives, God and his love and his faithfulness and his mercies, and he does not change. God's love is unfailing. So today, as God's people, we should rejoice knowing that God is good at all circumstances, whether pleasant or unpleasant. Bible tells us that everything works together for good. Everything means everything, pleasant or unpleasant. You may not have problems or you are having some problems in life. Everything works together for good. To whom? To those who love God. To those who are called according to His purpose. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Are you overwhelmed with problems today? Are you overwhelmed with cares today? Look into the scriptures. Look into the faithfulness of God. Don't allow your emotions to control you, but let it be that the truth of God's word will control you. Control your mind. Control, control your choices. Control your decisions. May God help us. Let us pray. Father, 
thank you that you have reminded us today of your word through the experience of David, although he was asking how long for many times, because we don't live by explanations. We live by your promises. We live by the word of God. And thank you, dear Father, that today we can learn from him to resolve in our hearts that we can rejoice in you, who is our salvation, even in the direst circumstances of our lives. And thank you, Lord. I pray for those who are watching and listening that whatever circumstances and situation they are right now, Lord, you know their hearts. I pray that they will rejoice in you because you are the source of deliverance. You are the source of strength alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.